Welcome to episode number 62, The Fast Lane. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose, Heck, special guest Pun, and uh, Gabe Rivera. What up? We got a stacked house tonight, guys. Why does Gabe get his full last name out there? I don't know. I have no idea. What is that all about? Come on. Special treatment. I'll say I'm special. Um, Yeah, so, all right, so there you have it. Uh, This episode is titled The Fast Lane. In this episode, we have special guest and race car driver David Cuevas Jr., a.k.a. Pun. In this episode, we discuss the race car industry, sponsorship, major racing influences, the current state of cars slash racing, the fastest quarter mile, street racing and much more we wrap the episodes up with quotes from jeff gordon and mario andretti all right if you're new thank you for joining us guys don't forget to download and subscribe we drop a new episode every tuesday morning for your listening pleasure if you're new we'd like to kick things off with a definition from dictionary.com uh obviously since we have a race car driver here we are going to define the term racetrack as if you didn't know what that was a plot of ground usually oval laid out for horse racing the course for any race uh which is actually kind of funny um because pun doesn't drive in a circle he drives just straight yeah um, he, he don't race horses either and he doesn't race horses there you go um Explains well, it does it does say the course for any race at the end? Um, this yes. car has a lot of horses, though. That is true. That is true. You know, you know, power, somebody uh, power of horses. Comedian Bill Burr was just talking about that. He's like, "How ancient are we that we're still measuring the power of a car from a horse?" <laughs> yeah, we haven't been having riding horses yeah. for hundreds of years. Like we still, we're literally. Uh, yeah. well, I said hundreds, maybe a hundred. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Early uh, 1900s. Yeah, 1917. Somebody still had a horse, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Are horses still alive? Uh, no, they don't exist anymore. <laughs> they use UFOs. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's still called a racetrack, though, right? Yeah. Racetrack. Yeah. yeah. Or it's drag strip. A drag strip. I knew there was another name. I'm like, what am I forgetting here? Drag strip. So. So that's why that's the difference. It's a strip, like a straightaway. That, that is. That does make as sense. As a Quarter mile, right? Correct. Yeah. I think it goes further. But is it a half a mile? But uh, you race a quarter mile, but it goes. I'm sure it goes way further than a quarter. All tracks mile. vary. Yeah. Echo, I think, it's like almost a half mile. Yeah. English Town, that's that's a very short track. That's scary. Yeah, it is. That's scary. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, there's a quarter mile. Oh, there goes a wall of yeah. what, bushes and <laughs> oh, yeah. nets. Just nets. Sand like, and net at the end of the track. Sand and net. And a brick wall. You never want to hit that sand because it's not going to be the crash landing uh, wow, that you want, especially what you hit speeds of nearly 200, depending on the kind of car you have, anywhere between, what, 100, mid-100s to two, mid-200s, I'm assuming. Yeah. And then, obviously, if you have drag cars, or I don't know what they hit. They're, Do they allow they're specific cars only, though, because of the speed? Because um, how short the track actually is. I mean, a quarter mile is a quarter mile, but like like we were just saying, how far out the... They did have like some jet, the jet ones that... Right. They that run fives and now also rotary five. engines and six <laughs> cylinders are also running five seconds now. Wow. Oh Jeez. my gosh! Um, That's insane. I just saw a video actually of a it was like apparently this rocket basically with wheels, literally jet car, a jet car. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But this was like the most powerful one. 
and it it was not even impressive. The impressive part was when the engine kicked on, when he's ready to go, and the lights are bing bing, whatever. This the you know like the big flame from the back, you know, yeah. shooting at it like four like reservoirs or whatever they're even called, like the freaking mufflers. It's shooting four big flames. Dude, it was picking up the blacktop and blowing it off. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, it was like it blew away the racetrack behind it. Like the (laughs) where you burn where you do your burnout. It was just flying in the air. He burned out. I'm like, yeah. And it was pointless though. Like the dude went boom, he went down. It wasn't even impressive. Yeah. He ran like eights. I'm like, what you did all that noise and all that bark. Mitch, eights is crazy. Yeah. yeah, But for all that work, that was probably like a million dollar car. This dude like burned out. That's not even impressive though. I've seen Going down to no, I know. Like, I'm saying that it, anything like under 10 print. seconds yeah. is really good. But I'm saying this well, dude, you, it's a jet car. For it being a jet car, you're expecting the five. I was expecting right. waiting to look yeah. at five, and it wasn't. It was like eight point five something. It was like yeah. which anything under 10 seconds is a respectable thing. It just depends on yeah. A, anything under 15 Honestly, is respectable. It depends see, on what your car is, right? Right. Yeah, because it. it yeah. Yeah, you're, you're dealing with different levels yeah. of. I mean, he, well, he with, can those, explain with it. those jet yeah. cars, right. what's what. What's intriguing is like just the actual takeoff. Like, as soon yeah, as you see yeah. Them, get ready, go, boom, yeah. and then when they take off, because that's it, then they're gone. You don't even see them. Well, I think the guy, you know, that, you know, his buddy who's like flagging him down, I think his hat melted off his head. Jeez. <laughs> oh, who, how can you even hear? I'm assuming they yeah, have like microphones it's, it's or something. Loud. There's it's no way loud. that guy's hearing. Earphones in the helmet. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. That's like, yeah. that's like a whole other, you know, level of. Uh, it was actually obnoxious, really. <laughs> it was it was entertainment, is what it was. I don't think the guy even raced anyone. I just nah. think he yeah, just did it as like a show. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, all right. So let's do a brief bio of our guest, David Quavers Jr., aka Pun. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get started in racing? Uh, Twenty seven years old, and I was always in the garage when I was little. From the time I remember. Me and my dad were in the garage taking apart his 68 Chevelle Malibu. Whether we were just doing the transmission, taking the exhaust out, the carbs, the intake. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was just taking orders, basically. <laughs> yeah, passing wrenches. Yeah, just yeah. passing wrenches. So I learned I learned at a very young age. And then uh, by the time I turned 13, I drove that car in the parking lot. At Echo, New Jersey. That's awesome. Oh, jeez. That is awesome. That's crazy. <laughs> so I just took it around a little circle in the parking lot. And then when I go to park the car, I almost hit the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so scared my dad a little bit on that. And I think the next year or two years later, that's when I went down my first time in the Chevelle. Down the track? Yeah. Oh, you raced, You actually raced the Chevelle. Was your first, that was your first... First time. First time going down was in the Chevelle. Yeah. Oh, man. First time. That's, That's awesome, awesome, though, because that car has been around. I mean, since... Yeah. That car has been around before you was even born. Yeah, I'm 27. 27, and, right. I remember that car. But I remember when he picked it up, your dad. Yeah. It was maroon with white racing stripes. Yeah. Right. I, I Dude, that. holy smokes. I was maybe six, seven years old when your dad got that. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So, was. I was... He's had it for over 30 years. He had it for a while. Yeah. Over 30 years. Because I, I know the paint job's older than me. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Wow. I remember he always said that. That, yeah. that, uh, that car is like a family legacy, though. That's, it definitely yes. is. Yeah, it yeah. is. I, I remember as a little kid, just, like we're over at our grandmom's house. And at our grandmom's house in Bristol, she lived right by the train tracks. Well, the train tracks had the bridge with the underpass, obviously, so the cars can you know, still go through the go through the town or whatever and right at that cutout 
he would do a burnout yeah. just so it would echo in the thing. And we're and all like cheering him on yeah. 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 Um, uh, our grandma's porch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was classic. Uh, with the drop top, you know, everything was down. Oh, it was cool. Yeah, Super cool. Awesome. And that's crazy. And he still have it. And he still has it. Yeah. It's wild. I still drive it as of yesterday. I remember, I know, I saw you post That's something great. on uh, Instagram or whatever it was uh, that you took her out for the first time in a year. Yeah, yeah. after fixing it from last year. Yeah, that's, uh, well, wait, isn't this the car, too, that you, uh, that the something wasn't tightened on it, like a wheel, and the wheel just, like, rolled off yeah, on, the, on a turn? <laughs> the, front, the front wheel, we, we just got it fixed. We put new wheels on it, and... Uh, I just took it around the block, and we got Route 13, which is a straight line, basically. Yeah. And uh, we turned to go home, and right down the street from our house, the wheel just falls right off. The oh, wow. oh, man. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, thank God this thing didn't fall off when I was on 13. Oh, yeah. my Going gosh. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oof, my yeah. goodness. I did not know that. I yeah. remember uh, maybe like two years ago, you took me out in the Chevelle. We just went, oh, yeah. you had to get something. <laughs> Dude, this thing, why that? It is a muscle, like the definition of a muscle car. This thing is a gas hog. Yeah. Holy smokes! I remember you could almost see the meter going down. Oh, the gauge, he put the in, gas gauge. Yeah, he he saw or he put in like I don't know what it was like fifty bucks or something, and it it did something and went up or whatever. But by the time we were done, he li- we literally used a quarter tank. Yeah. It was like holy smokes, and we I mean we went we went into Levittown from Bristol, went around, yeah, and he was like letting it rip. But it was like, what the heck? Well, there's uh, some like either Saturday afternoons or Friday afternoons. He definitely dumps like a a, a quarter a gallon of gas in front of my barbershop. <laughs> He'll pull oh, up yeah. and just let it rip and just smoke out the whole shop. Oh, and everyone's man. like, who is that? I'm like, and then my employees, they already know. They're like, Cousin Dave. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. All right. So, so you've been in the racing industry for quite a while so how it goes is you guys were working on cars your dad was working on cars you're kind of just you know you're the the toddler just running around you know doing whatever exactly. your dad's doing then you just basically basically evolved into this so your dad was racing though this whole time yeah he was uh i think the earliest picture in the garage is 1993 we have and that's what the chevelle when he was racing wow yeah, did I make like a magazine cover? Not a cover, but didn't I make like a magazine inside a magazine? No, I did that. Oh, you did that. Oh, it fooled me. <laughs> Look, dude. He's also a graphic designer. Yeah, yeah if you guys all know, hit him up. <laughs> so what year were you born? Uh, 89. 89. All right, so so what, you were like four years old and your dad, you have, yeah, so you literally were like, holy crap, you were a little buckaroo just literally following around and i remember the picture didn't he win that year too didn't he or there's a picture of him holding up a trophy the dude got a mullet and everything it's like a classic <laughs> that picture thick, thick yeah. dark stash with the yeah mullet. with the ferret on his lip that was great um yeah so all right so explain to everyone what kind of racing you do because every time i say racing i feel like somebody has the image of the classic oh, nascar uh, nascar yeah well it's a uh, quarter mile drag racing uh they use a tree which uh, NHRA uses, um, NHRA drag racing, NASCAR's NASCAR, uh, circuit racing, just to clear that up. Uh, yeah. And what's a tree? Yeah. Uh, tree is uh, it helps you stage. So there's two small lights when you're staging. So you pull up, first light would turn on, then you probably pull up another half a foot. The second light would turn on, so you're staged. 
And now, which uh, means you're ready to find which means you're ready to go. And if you're racing someone, so you have to wait for them to stage also. So you're sort of kind of paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. have to. Yeah. But once both uh, races are staged, then uh, the yellow lights will start to drop. So three, two, one. There's three yellow lights, and then the green after that. So you kind of take off before the green light turns on. Gotcha. So you're kind of guessing, but don't they? Time d- don't yeah, they? Time yeah. We're timing it, but don't they like offset that though, so people don't do that? Um, if you're not, if you're bracket racing, okay. So if I have a twelve second car, you have an eleven second car, so I leave a second faster. Gotcha. So it's just all, so, yeah. Like that is that will mess me up though. Pulling up and a dude takes off before me, and I'm still like yellow. <laughs> I would, dude. I would get so anxious. You don't get anxious. I used to. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure more. after a while. So many <laughs> yeah. times. Now it's just normal, right? Yeah. It, it, it definitely takes a while to get used to. I, I read lighted a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. That got to be the worst. So much prep. So much stuff in here. Bing. Uh, and then you just drive down all slow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. I just rip it. Yeah, just for the hell of it. Yeah, you might as well just finish it off, run it. Yeah. Just to see what you, the speed you got, <laughs> even though you're disqualified at that point, right? Yeah. Yep. So explain the bra- bracket racing. All right. So, uh... You have all different types of uh, speeds and horsepower as a car, so they put them in brackets. Yeah. So there. So be, it's like a fairly even match. Right. So there would be maybe uh, eleven ninety nine and up, meaning to eleven ninety nine to let's just say fifteen seconds. Okay. And then your next one would be uh, nine ninety nine to eleven ninety nine. Gotcha. That'll be another one, and then it'll be nine ninety nine and faster, which is. Basically anything under yeah nine ninety nine right right so they'll split them up that way to give everybody a fair chance yeah because if you're running seven seconds and all of a sudden you're running a car that runs fifteen seconds yeah it's the, you're gonna be sitting at the light yeah like a yeah. duck yeah. yeah it makes no sense so well, I guess like he's a, halfway down and then you right. can go like that the would ra- make no sense. like the race equivalent of like a weight class yes exactly there you yeah. go yeah it's it's only fair and if you actually saw this live you would un- it makes way more sense yeah right yeah, yeah. because you g- see cars blowing by and you're like oh yeah there's two different Definitely two different categories. Well, a bunch of different categories because right. yeah. some cars are hauling down there. Um, that's crazy. Uh, so anyway, before we, I had I had another question, but before we go there, j- just explain. Just I just want to get more background. All right. So the racetrack and your explain uh, the racetrack and your family. Explain what this means to you guys because it is like legit event every time. I mean, you guys are down there from depending on the the race and the the event. Really, third it could be Thursday to Sunday, or it could be right. just Saturday and Sunday, just Sunday, whatever. Yeah. Um, what is it like? I mean, it's your family's like dead, uh, supportive. like supportive, and are in like really into it. Like, explain explain that to everyone who doesn't know. It's like we didn't grow up not not we as in us, like someone who doesn't did, didn't grow up in like a racing family, like with all the preparation, everything. I mean, from your mom cooking. To uh, your dad putting you and your dad putting stuff together the night before, like it's literally like a family event. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like a family getaway. Yeah, some people go to the mountains and we go to the racetrack. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's, awesome. that's a good way to put it. Yeah, so I mean, you gotta think. You know, your parents been together since they're teenagers. Right. So she saw him. You know, I'm sure they went to yeah. races before he actually raced. Yeah, yeah. So that was like what in the 80s, and you're talking. We're now, you know, 30 years later. It's legit, like a race track, yeah. t- or, you know, race car team. What, what, um, what's the team name? 
Uh, Alley Racing. They got Alley Racing. Explain how's how's it just for the people who don't know, you know, where we live or whatever. So we he, the the family resides in Bristol Borough. So how did it become Alley Racing? So we literally tested our car in the alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> so funny so classic though. so an alley for the people you know who may or may not know there's you know the houses are it's like a bunch of row homes and you know the backyards and then the split you know from the other street who have row homes and backyards that you know are basically back to back there's a you know a pavement a strip of pavement that strip mm. of pavement is an alley that's what we refer to an alley yeah. some people don't they have alleys as in, in between houses yeah. this right. is our backyard is an alley and it's the width of about a lane and a half. Yeah, if you yeah, can think yeah, of it that it's way. Big enough for like a trash truck to come through. Yes, right. for people exactly. Yeah. So they call it an alley. Alleys in Bristol actually have names, so it's not just like a random piece of pavement. Um, so these alleys are just kind of you can you can. That's where we probably we all ended up riding our first bike, getting our knee scrapes, dirt racing, bike. riding our first bikes, mini bikes quads, there, <laughs> yeah, mini bikes, everything, scooters, scooters, because yeah. it was yeah. a piece of pavement. There, there wasn't no traffic. No drive Much to traffic. traffic yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was just people's like they're pulling out of their driveway into the alley, then into the main street. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I. I've, so that's how I got the name alley. alley that's how I got the name. Testing the cars in the alleyway. Burning out sh- or showing off. <laughs> family, family be there. Yeah, <laughs> family be there, and it was like, oh, like, pull out the Chevelle. I right. remember because I remember being a kid. I remember yeah. Uncle Dave just pull it out. You know, he's feeling all good. <laughs> just letting it rip, and we're all again like little kids. Yeah. yeah. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, and I and I know for them, it's it's more than the family event. Actually, there's people that live on your block that have cars as well, so they pull them out. Right. It's like a almost like a like a small community like type like team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So uh, they have neighbors who are also involved in you know the muscle cars and the racing and yeah. So it's you know swapping tools, trading parts, whatever it takes. Um, there's a lot of support there. It's pretty cool. If you don't. You know, if you don't ever, if you never had a chance to uh, watch a drag, you know, drag race, it is it is unreal. First of all, it's loud as anything, and there's a lot of excitement. Yeah, and you will smell rubber for the next two days. (laughs) (laughs) You just inhale that stuff, but uh, it's it's definitely a good time. All right, so moving right along, who are your racing influences and why? Honestly, none. 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 I watch it, but. Mainly when I go to the track, I just keep to myself. Yeah. As of now, like when I was younger, I used to just hop in the car and just whatever, get in there and just try to drive it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm just, I keep to myself because my thing is how I learn, I have to stay calm. Yeah. No matter how hype people get. Yeah. Because most of the people, they're partying around me, so I'm just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to sit there you and be calm. Focus. Yeah. So I learned that in the past, so Yeah. So what, what you know, the way Echo is, I can only speak for Echo. The way Echo is set up, so they there's constant announcements. I still to this day don't even know what they're saying, but obviously <laughs> they know because they're they're just listening for their bracket to get called, really, and right, yeah, yeah. And then so when his bracket gets called, you hear well anyway, you hear engines. He can maybe explain the different types, but you can tell a different uh, difference between a rotary engine. And uh, was it the V8 or piston? Or piston. You could tell the sound. You could just tell, you know, okay, and they must have just called the rotary <laughs> because it is loud. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they pull up, kind of like line up um, on this whole other like strip before the racetrack and kind of get in their order. Yeah, so the staging lanes. Yes, there you go. The staging lanes. And then 
if if anyone's ever watched Drag Race, you kind of see them pull into that tunnel, and there it is. The stage is set, and you, all you see is a quarter mile of just blacktop and you know just sidewalls, and then the crowd and crowds on both sides. It's pretty cool. Um, but the thing is, there's a waiting period because you're sitting there like a duck, kind of waiting for the races, the guys before you to go. Anything could happen. It could be an oil oil leak. It could be a crash. And so you are when he's talking about being patient or being calm. That is possibly one of the most hardest things to do there because all you hear is a crowd going crazy. Like he said, people are partying. It's like a lot going on. Very busy. But then he has to stay there, and it could be like ninety five degrees on, and he has his whole right. jumpsuit and helmet, like all this stuff on. Um, that takes a lot of discipline and a lot of patience. A lot. I've seen him. I was in like a t shirt. Or like a tank top, shorts, and I was drenched in sweat. And he has his whole black suit on, with all geared up, ready to go. Yeah, and he had to sit there for like forty five minutes because yeah. it was like a a spill, like a what, gas or oil spill, something. Yeah, because if it's if it's like ninety degrees outside, it's like definitely like ten degrees like hotter on the track. Yeah, yeah, and, sure. and then inside the car, you can't have air conditioning. Yeah. Obviously, we have a so, fan, but. Yeah. It does do justice blowing hot air around. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> it does. And it's that bad yeah, it's that, that bad. you you would actually that accept bad. the hot you, air. You enjoy the hot air. <laughs> and, that's, and that's like another thing. You guys, when you get to the staging lane, I know you have your car off because I remember helping push it down to the track because you only have a certain amount of fuel in the in the tank, right? right. Just Because yeah. it's, it's a weight thing, right? It's a weight uh, restriction. So you want just enough gas to get you down that quarter mile because if, if you have that, if you fill up a tank, that weighs you down. Yeah. So I remember like pushing them down, then they started like right as before they get into the tunnel. Right. So that's like a, it's all like techniques too, right? All kinds yeah. of well, different I, I like to drive to the staging lanes. I like to drive up. Yeah. I don't like being pushed. It's such yeah. a hassle. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Get the quad. Oh, where's this guy at? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm prepared so I'm able to do it by myself. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, just yeah, get, yeah. Yeah, just get yeah. things going. Yeah, and actually, I, I do agree. Two plus, there's a lot, like we keep saying, going back to this. The pit crew, who knows? It's not even the pit crew. There's some people from another pit crew who can be, quote, partying. Yeah. People in the way, just right. knuckleheads. Just, Plus, oh, man. I've seen where, like, dirt bikes and quads going yeah. in and out, and the guy, the cars are all lined up, and you see the guys getting all frustrated because <laughs> you got quads and dudes and everybody just, like, running in between these cars that right. are lined up for racing. And it's like, all right, you guys got to step away. You, somebody's going to scratch something or get hit or right. hurt. What was the longest gap you had to wait in between races? Cause that's a whole other thing too. Cause you, 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 got, you think about it. Like you race, you're in the zone. You finally get on the track. Boom, your adrenaline's going. You get back, and then boom, you're sitting like a duck, waiting for your thing to get called. We're saying for like brackets, like after yeah, the like races, and it was the longest time in between. Yeah, between you rate, you qualified, then you're going in for like the next. All right. So once we get there around nine o'clock, they'll do uh, time trial runs. So they'll call everyone up. Everyone there will go up to their set, whatever they call your bracket. Yeah. So basically, it's everyone. But you'll go by your bracket. So they'll do that maybe around 11 o'clock. So in between, we'll probably get about two passes. Yeah. So they'll take a break maybe around 11 for an hour or 45 minutes. And then uh, they'll start round one. And basically, they call whoever they want. Yeah. They have a set schedule, but it, it never works out right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, let's just say round, they call me up round one. All right, I win round one. Now I'm probably sitting for about... Four and a half hours. Wow. Holy, Holy smokes. smokes. On, a, on a big event. So uh, Pan American is the big event, which is in July every year. So after our first round, we're sitting there Jeepers. for a long time. 
Wow. wow. That's yeah. crazy. And, and so, that, that event, those people coming from all over the place, right? Like uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, yeah. uh, Australia sometimes. Yeah. Ooh, basically yeah. anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Flying from anywhere. Wow. that's So they fly their cars here from Australia? Boat. Well, yeah, obviously, yeah, boat, ship it over yeah. here. Holy that smokes. Seems, that's ahead. crazy. Same well, yeah. you guys. You guys go up and down the East Coast too, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, furthest we went was Orlando, Florida for the first time. Yeah, wow. that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, you put a name out there for yourself too because, I mean, um, you're not just racing. The, I, don't, I don't think he explained it. He's not He's not racing the Chevelle at this point. Yeah, that's all. That's all I was about to ask. Uh, he's ready. Like, you gotta. He's gotta explain uh, his, his actual his race, actual race car, the, well, the conquest, is, which is actually which is the second year, right? That you're really full into the conquest. Yeah. yeah. yeah name all the cars that you actually raced on uh, the track. I'll just I'll just go from when I first started. Yeah. So when I first started was the uh, the '68 Chevelle, and by the time I turned 15, 16 years old, uh, we had a '72 Datsun, and it had a motor out of a. 89 conquest it was a four-cylinder turbo and then we've been running that car for probably about six years maybe what were, what were the times on that uh fastest time was 968 oh really yeah. you were running 90 holy crap i was gonna how say many 12. how many times did you win in that car uh i think five times i was gonna say first, that's first your first trophy right times. the whole yeah winning yeah. the whole, your first trophy with that car the whole event yeah yeah i won uh parent americans three years in a row and uh, a couple small events that's awesome. That's awesome. That's great. That's wild. Yeah. All yeah. right. And, and then, then what was your next car? Um, after that, we got a 87 Conquest. So basically, we got the car that we used to take the motors out of. Wow. For uh, the Datsun. That's awesome. So that's the car that had the four cylinder. So it was a buddy of my dad's. It was a full tube chassis, which means uh, they got, it's just a, uh, a roll bar. Yeah. Um, trying to compare it. So let's just say a dragster. Yeah. So it's just nothing but bars. Nothing right. but aluminum and bars. Yeah. Right. Chr- Chromoly bars. So uh, there's no floor. It's all uh, it's all bars. Hmm. Um, the only thing factory on the car is the fenders, the doors, and the quarter panels. Wow. Everything else is just <laughs> custom. You guys took the windows out, right? Yeah, and, and oh, the yeah. windows are uh, plexiglass well, also. Yeah, you have to take them out. Um. All right, and then now... Well, what's in that? What motor do you guys have in there? Okay, so now we wanted to go faster. Why well, I wanted to go faster. Yeah. So uh, we got a motor out of a MK4 Toyota Supra. Yes. So sick. Yeah. That's Dude, insane. Supra was like one of my favorite cars so, back in the day. So Supra's came twin turbo, correct? Yeah, inline six twin turbo. And do you have the twins running? No, it's, it's single now. Singled out. Okay. Single monster. So, but you have to have it singled, or you can you run it? No, you you can twin turbo, three oh, turbos. It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah, it don't matter. You did that for what? To, for lightweight? Well, weight reasons, or because the bigger you wanted a bigger turbo. We needed a bigger turbo to get more boost. The the small turbos that came with that stock engine, therefore low RPM and high RPM. So basically, you don't get turbo lag. Gotcha. Turbo lag oh, so is just pick up after each other, kind of. Exactly. So you have one turbo for low RPM, and then you have the second turbo for high RPM. Yeah, makes sense. It makes sense. Hmm. So now you have one turbo in it, and how big is this one? How, what's the boost on you have? Uh, I think our turbo is a GT45. It's a T4. It's huge. It's uh from Berg uh, Berg Warner. 
uh, dual ball bearing, and we run about 38 pounds of boost. So what's uh what's your fastest time on that so far? Uh, 8:03 wow. at 170 miles an hour. Oof. Oh wow! That's how fast you're going. To, you're going to get here the other night. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Insane. And, so and, that, and that's fast. And most of this stuff, it's it's just you and your dad working on the motor, right? Other than what about like I know everything's um uh, like computerized now, so you guys guys have computer systems and stuff, right? So you guys do that yourself. Like with a computer, like like programming Tuning. and stuff, yeah. Yeah, so the past two motors, my dad built himself. Took yeah. them apart, redid it. He was just fed up with everyone's BS, so yeah. he just yeah. took it and did it himself. He learned it, came out good. Yeah. Then uh, now, as of right now, he rebuilt another one because uh, one of our heads melted. That was when we went to Orlando, Florida. So, uh... As of now, we got the car ready, doing some minor adjustments to the cage, and getting ready to go to the dyno soon. Nice. Nice. And now, you guys are not sponsored, so this is like everything is out of pocket. Yeah, everything's out of pop's pocket. Out of yeah. pop's pocket. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyone who knows anything about cars, and if you don't, just think about anytime you get your car inspected or something goes wrong and you see a light go off on your dashboard, think about how much that costs. These guys are doing this week in and week out on a much higher level because the parts for these things are not cheap. You got to think they're racing parts. They're not just a regular standard factory part. So they have to be more durable, uh, higher quality. Basically, like if you could think of heavy duty. Sometimes uh, not even not even easy to come by. Or sometimes they got to make them themselves. Yeah. Um, So it's 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 very uh, first of all very expensive. Um, but obviously you have to have a passion for it because no one in their right mind is just doing it for fun or the quote adrenaline rush is going to continually spend that much money. So obviously it's, it's like a love, it's a love thing, right? It's a, it's like a, is it a love hate thing when the money has to come out? Or is your dad? I guess that's on pop side. Yeah. (laughs) For me, it's all about the adrenaline. Yeah. The adrenaline, the rush. I was just talking about, I was just talking about this to somebody, um, Oh, because they're asking me about my my wrist, and I I shattered my wrist on a dirt bike or whatever. But they're saying, what you know, what what do you guys get out of just riding that anyway? They're so dangerous, blah blah blah. And I'm like, it's the rush. You get like this adrenaline rush. There's this weird, although there's this crazy adrenaline rush. It's like you're shut off to the world, and it's like you're it's it's like just you yourself, a lot of speed, like. And then you're you're wait you're anticipating the result like did I win right. or how fast did I go <laughs> yeah. did I just blow something what the heck just happened there like there's so much going on in your head but in some weird way it's like peaceful and the the, the rush is like it's indescribable obviously because yeah. I can't describe it yeah. um, but uh and okay so then when you're doing it and all of a sudden it's kind of like he said they went from one engine to two or three ones later. And why are they here now? Because he said he wanted to go faster. So when we're, I was on the dirt bike, it's exactly what it was. I'm like, oh, let's see how fast I can go. Oh, let's see how, let me see if I can go faster. And you're pushing it every time, even yep, in the right car. Yeah. How fast can I go before the red light? Yeah. yeah. You see the red light about a quarter mile away. This yeah. is just regular you in the street. And you're like, eh, well, let me see if it's going to turn green. Is it going to turn green? No. And you're like slamming on the brakes like an idiot. But for <laughs> some reason, I don't know why. I don't know if it's a guy thing or just a natural human that thing. Adrenaline it's kicks the in. adrenaline rush is yeah. so awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can't describe. Plus, there's a lot of factors when you're actually racing like you are. 
you got like family there, friends there, people like rooting for you. Like there's a lot of anticipation. The people are hyped. You're hyped. And then like you do something. I can imagine three years in a row when you won the uh, the Pan American. That, that's that's a whole nother level of like rush. Right. Does that hype you up when you see family members there and stuff like that? Like people to show up and you're like, hell yeah, they're here. My family's here. Like does that does that make you feel any types of way or is it like you still keep it cordial because you don't want to get it too excited about their whole race and everything well it's more about i I do it for them yeah because my adrenaline rush is going down and just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. winning was just part of it right yeah. right right so so after i win they're all yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i'm still trying to keep my cool trying to keep it all compo- <laughs> his composure yeah, trying to keep my composure <laughs> but that's hilarious yeah that's awesome so um i see you guys you know painted your your current race car and made a few more modifications. The NHRA yes. was just out, and you guys got denied for whatever uh, it was. Chassis purposes. Chassis purposes, so then you have to do that, bad boy, and then they have to be... They came out to your your dad's garage, right? Yeah, they, they come out to the house. Yeah, they, he's got to be all certified. All the chassis, the whole frame, everything has to be certified. That's, that's what you that was, right? These guys are going yeah. so literally yeah. so fast that... It's like getting your car inspected. Like your car has to reach certain amount of qualifications for it to be street legal. Yeah. Their car, their race car, has to meet certain qualifications to be race legal, basically, yeah. right? That's so yeah, insane. for certain speeds, yeah. For certain speeds, that's crazy. Speeds you have and to times. have a parachute. Yeah, parachute. <laughs> like this stuff. Do you have to have bar willy bar? Uh, parachute or, willy bar. Oh gosh. Um, ejector seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the crash dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Cage around the driver. Like I said, it all depends how fast you're going. Right. Um, That's insane. So, so what was the thing behind the painting the car silver? Is that are you guys rebranding yourselves or just something you want to do? Just want to change things up? Um, just something Pop wanted to do. Yeah. So he took it into his hands and did it himself. He, Meanwhile, yeah, he painted it himself, yeah, right? in the garage. He wrapped the whole garage in thick plastic. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> made made awesome. ventilation with the garage door and then the front door with fans and... Uh, and filters. Ah, that's awesome. That is awesome. That is so yeah. awesome. So what? So you? He did. I mean, I, I'm sure there wasn't no like body work to actually be done, or was there? Uh, I mean, because the no. body was pretty solid. So he just sanded. After, yeah, well, he after did they the sanded the hood, though, didn't he? Besides, besides the hood, because of the turbo. But well, yeah. Other than that, so just sanding, the body was pretty priming, short. and then painting. Right. That I mean, it's that's a process all, on its Yo, own. Yeah, it's like it's legit. Like it looks like a legit paint job. The best. Well, it was a legit paint job, but I'm saying like it looks like they took it somewhere and got it done. But Tammy, your uh, puns mom was telling me did like 15 freaking like layers. Yeah, I'm like, layers. holy smokes! Oh, wow. He did a lot of layers. Super it's glossy. legit. Yeah, I think he did and it's, seven, it's, seven layers of paint and like seven layers of clear oh yeah. man it's like a thick like it is like legit looking that's like awesome. it looks straight out of like a factory like it's unreal that's um, awesome yeah so uh it, dude all right so a personal question for you if you could race any car in the world what would it be so it didn't matter you know we're, we're always on instagram sharing photos of like exotic cars any car in the world you could race put it put it on the the quarter mile the drag strip what, what, what car would it be Hmm. That's hard, man. He, I, I I like a lot of cars. Yeah, like a lot of cars, a lot of supercars. The supercars, big I power supercars. I know a lot of them. I know a lot of them. Yeah, but uh, let, let's put it this way: if I were to get in a car 
younger and race, it, it would definitely by far be NASCAR. Yeah. Definitely by far. Yeah. NASCAR, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. If I had a chance to do that, yeah. I'd do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Th- he doesn't, he's not on that produ- production like for car level. He's beyond it. You know what I mean? So most yeah, of those right. cars are custom and they're they're suited for, for speed and racing. As you get older, I guess you just want, yeah, like you're not thinking of Lamborghinis and Ferraris. They're production. He's, right. the cars they're building, they're going like way faster than that in a short period of time. Dude, you know what I heard? How much? Are, how much is a NASCAR? You know what I heard? You know the like dirt bikes, like the moto motocross. Drones? Yeah, they're a million dollar dirt bikes. Well, yeah, one point two million dollars for that dirt bike. I'm yeah. like, okay, so how much is a NASCAR? Because that's two more sets of wheels, bigger engines. Because motors alone, I, I think oh, they're around a hundred thousand dollars. Close to like a half a mil. That's crazy. And hold on, but these guys have more than one car. Right, NASCAR. Right. They have they have multiple cars. Yeah, when when I recently just came from NASCAR over the weekend, so uh, oh, you were in Dover, right? I was at Dover. Yeah, I saw that. I saw the thing. Oh, it was great time. Yeah. great time. That's awesome. Dover's awesome. I've been there. Um, yeah, I know. I know. Th- like, what do you know? Tell me. No, for their their <laughs> motors are like at least they max out to like almost a half a mil. That's insane. Yeah, they're expensive. Um, that's why they have multiple sponsors, and even the sponsor that's on the side of like. On a NASCAR, right? So you, all you really see is the right side of the car, like the passenger side, the hood. So even a small side on the driver's side where you really don't see when you're there, it's like like 10, 10 to 20 grand, like just one race for a small a small one. That they, they, they donate to, uh, they no, sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a, get a, put their logo on. So then their ma- major, yeah, major sponsors are definitely like hundreds of thousands. Well, yeah, I mean... Exactly. You're talking about million dollar companies who are sponsoring these guys. So, of course, it's yeah. the thing is about NASCAR. I mean, they're depending on the race, they're racing for four hours straight and it's one big ad on the side yeah. of a car. Yeah. So, who wouldn't? It's it's like so smart to do it because it's just they're going in a circle and people are staring you won't forget at it. it. And then that right. person becomes like an icon or, you know, like a celebrity to some level. And so people want that shirt, they want that jersey, you know, they want yeah. the little toys for the kids. I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, think about... I'm not even into NASCAR like that. And Jeff Gordon... I know he went through multiple sponsors, but I remember the original was like the DuPont, right? It was like the DuPont brand, I guess yeah. it was. Because yeah. it was like the red, blue, and that highlighter green or whatever, yellow, or whatever it was with the All number right. 24. I'm not even into NASCAR and I already know that just because that's how big of a name this guy was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you uh, if you see Austin Dillon, he has like the Maestros they sponsor on the side of his helmet. They have a small space. Oh, cool! But even that, they're on a waiting list for so long to just get a small space on his helmet. No way! Wow. The That's car cool. is a whole nother like thing. Wow! Yeah. So I guess you start out small for yeah, advertisement. Well, yeah, yeah. When it comes to NASCAR. So all right, so we're going over the, you know the whole like race track stuff, race car racing in general. In in your in your opinion or just in your view, what what is there something different you would like to see uh, for the racing that you do? Um, maybe maybe for the area in this area we're talking about Echo or so something, you know? Because I know like coming up in any industry doesn't matter what it is. Being a young guy and then growing through it, there's always like that one thing like man, I wish they had this. Is there something like that that you kind of wish that they you know maybe changed? about the racing uh, industry or anything like that? Um, I think as of right now, I'm not going to say they're at their peak, but they've been up to date. Yeah. So, honestly, for me, I'm I'm good where I'm at. Yeah. 
other guys they, they'll ask for more but i yeah. think everything go it's pretty much going pretty good yeah so um i mean for me just all, like as as an outsider looking in is there and there might be is there something where they're, they 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 kind of help you get sponsorships or is there kind of like a thing where you can grow into or are they pulling in sponsors to to help you know obviously sponsor a racer or something like that or is that something that's like a whole, that's like a business level that you know is basically untouchable uh honestly it just goes by winning yeah um when i won my third pan american um i had puerto rico looking at me as a driver yeah so oh, wow. basically it's just if you win you get rewarded yeah, but yeah, you get noticed absolutely. also. Like exactly. you know, they said this guy's pretty good, winning three years in a row. So yeah, right. obviously that makes sense that someone would be looking at you as a driver. So that also means exposure. So you're, you know, it's not just winning at Echo for someone to get like a probably like a big sponsorship like that. It's winning at the big events, obviously, right. yeah. but doing it all over the damn, you know, probably U.S. I'm assuming, right? Or winning three years back to back. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, it. I that's yeah. that's insane it's on its own. So impressive. Yeah. You um, never you never know. You run the low times, not low times, but you run ten seconds, and you constantly win in first place. Someone's gonna sponsor you. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, kind of switching gears here. No pun intended. So there are a few car shows that focus on race car dra- uh, driving and drag racing. You know, what are your thoughts on them? Um, like pit boss is it pit boss um it's it's just like <laughs> these guys uh there's one called pinks these guys are just literally drag racing for oh. the pink slip and you know ownership of cars you ever, do you watch them or is that you think it's cheesy or what you know what's i just i always like to get Overrated. someone's view who's in the industry uh 95 percent of the time do you think say, it's fake do you yeah. think it's all staged being that it's on tv personally well, personally i do pop yeah. loves it though Pop, <laughs> Pop he pinks. just loves everything that has anything to do with racing. Anything with racing, he, he, he watches. He loves it. It's a star. It's uh, great. The one that came out, Street Outlaws, where they race on the street, quote unquote. Yeah. Uh, really not a fan of that. Nor Pinks. Like I watch when he watches, but I just think it's all. They gas BS. them all up. They make the drama on the side. Right, right, they right. They build right. it up, and it's like just let them race. But uh, I do remember buying like one of those like. Um, what do you guys? What do you, what do you call those? Like one of those bootleg DVDs, like at the flea market, and it was like street racing. <laughs> like some dudes in Philly literally were recording themselves, like oh, shoot. like from uh, racing quarter miles. You know, even got the cops chasing them and everything. Yeah, there's actual. That was like an adrenaline yep. rush to watch. Yeah. I was like yeah. on the edge of my seat, like dude, these guys are nuts. Mind you, completely dumb and dangerous. Yeah. But the <laughs> fact that he caught yeah. it on video, I'm going to watch it now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Back in my uh, day, we used to go down there, down to the city, and right. get caught, get trapped, like by freaking. Well, you're. Uh, that's just. That's what you're into, and you go down to those areas. Everyone, everyone's on the same mindset. So it's a, it's an adrenaline rush for everyone. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was. Um, I, yeah, I remember. Or and then they, they came out with like the dirt bike ones where dudes are doing like willies down the whole 95. Down 95 from like yeah. how many exits can you go with like without, you know, yeah. dropping the front wheel. Yeah. When I uh when I went to Florida a couple of years ago, a uh, buddy of mine used to live out here. Well, he drag races. Well, does ro- uh roll runs on 95 in Florida. What so, is that? So basically, they'll run from 40 miles an hour to 200 miles an hour. Hmm. Holy smokes. Yeah. So they're driving, and then is that where they beep the horn at each other on the road? Like one, two, right. three, and then they just gun it, but exactly. they're still driving, right? 
for thousands of dollars they raised for. Oh my god! Wow. So they're not at a standstill. They're on ninety five driving. They're and already they in motion. Yeah, they're yeah. already in motion. Forty miles an hour, and then they start off. Right. Huh. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> From here to Florida, though. <laughs> Sheesh. Um, all right. So, who do you have a? You know, speaking of, I'm. I'm. You know. I'm going to have my guess, but I'll just let you answer it. Do you have like a race car mentor coach? Um, obviously, I'm going to assume your dad, but is there anyone that kind of like, you know, you talk to about it or is just kind of really your dad, you yeah. and your dad bouncing ideas off each other? Yeah, it's more of me and my dad bouncing ideas. Yeah. Well, I'm in the car, so basically I, I teach him. Yeah. So, so now, yeah, so now the rules flop flipped around. Right. Flipped around. Well, once you're in the car, it's not just get in the car and go. Because if something happens, oh, you're what the, happened? Yeah, yeah. Only you know what's right. going on with the car. What, yeah. what, what noise did it make? Yeah, How did yeah. it sound? Yeah. Is there a ticking noise? Yeah. Uh, does it sound like your wheels are shaking? Yeah. So there's a lot more than the, than to just get in your 2017 Honda, turn it on, and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. So when you're when you're in that car, let me, let me take you through uh, a quarter mile, basically. So we strap up, uh, hip, chest, waist, put the helmet on, um, pull up to the, uh, the water box. Uh, so now we're in the pit. So you hit the gas, get some water on the tires, then you stop, pump the brakes, put your line lock up. Uh, that locks the front wheels. That way you can just do a burnout, heat the tires up. Uh, after that, you're staging. So you walk up to the stage. Hold on, explain to people, not, not everyone gets the, why, why are you getting the, the tires heated up? Basically, uh, for so so you do a burnout to get they're called slicks, they get sticky. So on top of the payment already being sticky, your tires would be sticky also because you we got seven hundred and fifty horsepower and you're just letting it loose. Yeah. So, so you want those tires to have grip. You want them to exactly. <laughs> you don't want them to be sliding as you're taking off, right? Right. So if some guys don't do burnouts, by the time they give it gas, they're just going to be spinning on the line. Or yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So a- after that, uh, you come up to the stage lane. Pop comes in, turns the nitrous on. We spray it. Then uh, drive it to the stage lane real slow. First light comes on. If I'm racing somebody... I wait for them. First, Their first light turns on. Their second light turns on. Then I'll stage myself. And then from there, when both lights go on, if it's a heads-up race, I hit the trans brake. And the trans brake is like having a clutch for an automatic. Okay. So you hit it. And we're going up to 4,600 RPMs. And that's at like 28 pounds of boost. So you're, you're, you're ripping it when you let that thing go. Holy smokes. That's crazy. Yeah. Then after that, uh, you do a 60-foot time. And a good 60-foot time is a one-point one point song. Yeah. Uh, a low one-point song, just to give you guys an idea. And we're at a 1.22 right now, which is, wow. which is fast. Wow. So uh, after you let that trans brake go, it's like... It's go time. You're you're pushed back in that seat. Yeah, Oof, yeah, yeah. you're kind of glued. Yeah, you're 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 glued. Yeah, and I mean, it feels like you're already outside the car doing 100 miles an hour with your head out the window. Wow. Oh man. Just, just starting. You can feel your cheeks go to the back of the helmet. <laughs> that's wow. that's insane. That is crazy. Yeah. So now, yeah. mind you, mind you, Dave Pun, whatever you guys would like to call him for the night, he's a big dude. He's not a small dude. 
So if he's saying that torque and the force is hitting him and he's feeling that, I can imagine someone my size would probably be literally, they'll have to spatula me out. In the <laughs> do, you, do you remember Home Alone where the uh, the one robber got electrocuted? Yeah. Like, ah, like that. That's what I just pictured. <laughs> can you imagine me? Dude, yeah, that's insane though. Like the... Like the, the 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 force of it is it's crazy yeah, like it, what's the torque on that on the car um so we went to the dyno and did 750 horsepower and the torque was Holy uh smoke. 650 Damn. foot oh pounds of torque God. wow that is wild which that is, is which is a lot for a six cylinder engine but it's it's a beefy it's a good engine but it's still a lot that i was is, surprised when i seen it that is insane from uh, <laughs> From Pop doing this in the garage by right. his, with his hands. That's right. crazy. That's all. Yeah, to have a product like that, that is unreal. Um, yeah, dri- driving a car is also like building the engine. You got to be patient with it. Yeah. You can't, no screw-ups. You screw up somewhere down the road, your engine will fail before you even get to the track. Yeah. 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 And that's why yeah. you say you like your calm, cool collective because as you go and I don't know how like your system is, if it's automatic, whatever, your gears change. If you get too excited and do something at the wrong or – like prematurely hit something, it can screw up your whole timing, can screw up the whole race. Right. Uh, as of right now, we're using an automatic transmission. Yeah. And it's spring loaded, so basically, it'll hit second gear by itself. All right. And Jeez. when do you hit nitrous? Uh, the nitrous is just on on the trans brake. Oh, so it goes. That that helps us with when we're talking about turbo lag. So it'll basically bring the en- engine up to forty six hundred RPM uh, faster. Than gotcha. just sitting there. Oh, gotcha. If the nitrous ain't there, it might not never even spool up. Hmm. Gotcha. Boost wise. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. To get it to that forty six hundred. Yeah. Exactly. That's interesting. That makes sense. So the nitrous is not used at all down the track. Like no. racing down the track. Yeah, it's just used so for just a boosted. Most people right, think of it so. as like when you watch the Fast and Furious, they're yeah. driving, they push a button, and all of a sudden their whole face is in the back window, and sure. it makes a loud, crazy <laughs> noise. Yeah, yeah, that's all fabricated from you can TV. See, you can see all the gas lines going through the, yeah. the yeah. you know, the that's exhaust. Real. And all that's real. Yeah. That's fabricated. Well, don't get me wrong. You can do it like that, but it's just, <laughs> yeah. I want it. That's much. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of guys, they're just made on the throttle uh they're made on the throttle on the engine. So basically, once the throttle turns, it'll hit a ticker, like a switch, I mean. And the switch will just automatically activate the nitrous gotcha. once okay. your throttle's full throttle. Got it. Gotcha. That's what I That's what I had in my mind. Right. How it operated. Okay. That makes sense, actually. Um, now, where do you guys get nitrous from? <laughs> where, where do you guys shop for your parts? Um, Pops Connections. <laughs> That he knows, <laughs> or uh, just catalogs. You go on the internet, you find trustworthy catalogs. Um, local store, K and M. Motor shops that rebuild motors. They can get parts from just about anywhere. Yeah, for Walmart. lower cost, probably. Walmart's. I go to Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> that's where, that's where he oil gets his filters. tires from. Um, oil filters. All right. So, what's the most difficult part about? racing or the racing industry that maybe people like myself doesn't know i know a little a fair amount about cars and racing but not to the level obviously that you guys are you know professionals know what you're doing well number one is cost yeah like you're not only building the car you have to buy gas you have to buy gas for your transportation you're taking the car on you need a trailer all the food 
the family you bring with you. So uh, cost is definitely number one. Yeah. Um, you need a reliable team. Yeah. Yeah. With the driver can do, he could do it all, but it'll just, it'll get to you. Yeah. Doing it all while everyone else is just sitting around. Right. right, right. So you, you you do need a team also. Um. Reliable team. Yeah, a reliable Some people team. Show up and do the right work. Right. They'll, they'll bring, just, a, they'll bring a monkey wrench. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this go? The gas? <laughs> yeah, you don't want me on the road. <laughs> but yeah, that that makes sense. Actually, you also um, think about it. You you have to expect it. Like you were saying, the cost, the spending of it. You also have to expect something to break so you have to have that in the back of your mind also right that spending money to replace a part that you know must might might have breakdown in the road or whatever that bringing your tools uh, do you bring extra parts like sometimes of some things um or? if something happens before we'll, we'll we'll go home obviously and the next day of the event we'll bring it back and oh, okay. we'll fix it Got but you. honestly we, we don't have spare parts Okay. We have spare engines sitting at the house. If we really needed to change one, <laughs> yeah. oh, man. We, we we could. Yeah, they're just sitting on the crane. Yeah, but yeah, what, I um, mean, it's it's like do or die, really. What um, I know you guys yeah. use uh racing fuel. Is that is that more like cost more than obviously like regular like gas? Um, we use alcohol, which oh, okay. is, which is cheaper. Yeah, but it burns a lot faster. I'm sure, like double. Yeah. So, so the costs somehow end up being the same. So what's the, what's well? What's, let, let me put it this way: uh, we used to use C sixteen, uh, which is a high uh, one of the highest racing fuels. It's not the highest, but it's one of them. You're talking about like when you say numbers, that's it's octane, race, right? Yeah, it's racing fuel. Yeah, um, sixteen dollars a gallon. Ooh, Nelly, <laughs> that is yeah. ugly. Yeah. yeah. Man. Yep. And I and I actually remember. I don't know if I don't think it was you guys. It was somebody ran out of fuel. And like you said, that's not like you could just go to like the Wawa and pull fuel, you know, fuel your tank. It's a special kind of. Uh, it's probably one of the people you know uh, that we're kind of you guys are kind of close with. Right. And I remember, dude was running around the entire like where because everyone's I know in the, the pits. At, where at the track, they sell fuel, but it's probably not like what everyone uses though. Too, they probably sell the basic like. Well, that they they close early, uh, and okay. some tracks will even run out of the fuel. Yeah. How are you, that 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 like stuff like yeah, that, that never makes sense. It's like you're in yeah, an ice cream store and you dude, run out of ice cream. Like hundreds of cars there though. Like on oh, a yeah, big yeah, event as as ice like ice cream. <laughs> when do we get a big cream? event like like Pan Ams? There's hundreds of cars there. Yeah. So no, but I remember he 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 actually found somebody who car whose car broke down, so they couldn't race anyway. And he paid like double the normal man. The guy's like, "No, nah, I need it." Oh, he there. bought it off of someone. Oh, he bought it off of someone oh, and geez. paid double the yeah. amount well, just to get it. And he ran back. He did it in time too. Oh, I looking. forget what the end results were, but he ended up getting. He did another pass. I remember. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Once it's crunch time, you need a tour or something. Yeah. Anybody runs everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Every trailer. Imagine. That's why it's good to make this, those you connections. Where you say pops you first, connections when you first get there. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's been a couple times where we ran into a situation that. Lucky Pop talks to everyone because I don't talk to nobody. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> they 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 hook him up because they know he'll do the same thing. Yeah, that's awesome. that's awesome. Yeah, it's good, good stuff. Um, what's the worst mistake a racer can make during a race? Uh, a, a red light. Yes, <laughs> I knew it was coming. Yeah. And and what? Explain to people what the red light is. How how dopey you feel afterwards. <laughs> so uh, red light is after the staging light. 
So when you're when you when you guys are both pulling up to the light, the first one comes on, then the second one comes on. Now you're staged. Yeah. Then uh, the official hits a button which drops the lights. So if that first light comes on and you take off, you're red light. So basically, you you take off too fast is a red light. Got it. Um, that's and that's the be. worst because you guys just heard over the last just under an hour all the prep all the cost everything it takes to just even get to that line yeah and then you red light that is like that makes my stomach just drop right now things like oh my gosh did i really just do that that has to be it's not a good feeling i'm assuming no it's not yeah i won i won two races from guys red lighting in the last round that is oh, wow. brutal. That's the worst. On a bracket, you made it <laughs> yeah. to the finals, and that's what you do. It was more more of an intimidation type of thing. It's yeah. basically the same way how I used to lose. Yeah, that they lost. They so, were intimidated by you, right? Oh man, that's hysterical. That's hmm. great. So it it gets in your head. It's like they're telling you, "Heck, you got to play Shaq for a million dollars," but you never know. You can win, bro. <laughs> yeah, <You never> no. <laughs> yeah, just maybe. Take your chances. But you're just take your intimidation is wow. He's so big. Yeah, 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 exactly. I right, walk right. right underneath his legs at all times. Yeah, but you never know. He can't turn around fast. It's worth the shot. It's worth the shot. <laughs> right? Heck, you it's would worth the shot. You, you would red light. But anything's <laughs> possible. I would red light. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so after that race, uh, one of the guys, he came up to me and, and he asked me, uh, what, what's your trick? The, there isn't really no trick. You just have to stay calm. And he told me, he goes, um, my crew was hyping me up. So basically, he's in the car and he's already amped. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is which is not good. No, yeah. yeah. No. So that's when you start getting all antsy and focus. You need to focus. Yeah, definitely need to focus. That's yeah. what I learned over my years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lot, man. Yeah, real quick, is there a preference on sides? Like when you pull up, you the left lane or the right lane? I know some people have like their weird like. But uh, the the track mixes it up on purpose anyway, right? Um. No, I know, but what what would he prefer though? Uh, other than obviously they're gonna they set you up on whatever lane. But what, oh, I, you don't I, have you don't have a favorite side. No, nah, I do whatever because once you're in the car, it's only the tree being on a different side. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, either yeah. on your passenger side or it's on your driver's side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that don't phase me. But a lot of guys they they pick lanes. Like if I have lane choice, I would tell the other guy to pick the lane. Yeah, oh, nice. Uh, okay. And they're always gonna pick the lane. They're not gonna say that's just how they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it don't matter to me because once once you're lined up. The crowd's not even there no more. You don't yeah. even see that. Yeah. Um, it's basically like Fast and Furious when you're in a tunnel. Yeah. All you're doing is looking straight. Yeah. So yeah. there, you're just it's just you and you and the car. Oh, and then the last one of the last things is when you do your burnout, and then there's all this smoke that's inside the cab. The, yeah, inside the cab, and yeah. you pull yeah. and you pull a the, someone's running over to pull a door. What the hell is that like? I imagine you just can't see. You're just in a sea of smoke. Yeah, you just. You smoked out basically. Yeah. So you sit there. They they gotta fan it out. I I tell them to sit there and just let it clear out. Cause if not, it's like a fly on the window. Like you know how you see fog just floating. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Any little distraction will, it'll it'll take you off. Yeah. 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 It'll it'll take you off. Yeah. So how the hell are you breathing in that though? He holds his breath. <laughs> uh. You know the light once you once you know more than actual once you have seat time basically. Yeah. You know, you know what to do. Yeah, that's just one of those things that comes with experience. Discipline, exactly. Right. 
All right, so uh, just to wrap this up, what's next for you and Allie Racing, and where can people find you? Um, the next is in July, which is the Pan American. That's going to be our first race this year. Wow. Yeah, so, really prepping. Yeah, I haven't had no seat time this year, but a couple of passes normally just gets me back in the groove. Yeah. Um, right now we're building to get more horsepower and – finally reach seven seconds is that, is that the ultimate goal seven seconds on the conquest chase yeah seven. chase and seven chase and seven that's crazy that's awesome um that's fast and what's your instagram handle because i know you use instagram or what else do you use what other social media you use not just instagram instagram what's your instagram uh pun underscore h2o p-u-n underscore h2o the number two Perfect. All right, so there you have it, folks. The Fast Lane. We will wrap this up with two quotes. First one is by Jeff Gordon. I think fear is what keeps us from going over the edge. I mean, as a race car driver, I don't think what makes a good race car driver is a fearless person. I think it's somebody that is comfortable being behind the wheel of something that is somewhat out of control. Uh, I love that. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. Um, Mario Andretti. Uh, desire is the key to motivation, but it's the determination and commitment to unrelenting pursuit of your goal, a commitment to excellence that will enable you to attain the success you seek. Mario Andretti with the philosophical quote. Nice. Yeah, he went deep. Yeah, my man. There it is, folks, the fast lane. In this episode, we have special guest and race car driver David Cuevas Jr., a.k.a. Pun. In this episode, we discuss the race car industry, sponsorship, major racing influences, the current state of racing and cars, the fastest quarter mile, street racing, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Jeff Gordon and Mario Andretti. Thanks again for joining us. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, jimmyleevelez.com. Follow the blog. If you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode, uh, just email us at info at jimmyleevelez.com. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. And until next time, adios. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Thank you for the love and support. We truly do hope you enjoyed the views.